0: Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. This is Brian here with Paul. And whether you're listening from our Secret Invasion specific channel or the main Binge Town TV feed, thank you for stopping by. Today, we're going to be covering episode four of Disney Plus's Secret Invasion. Today's episode is called Betrayal. Um, And if you haven't already noticed, new host, we are a man down, duty calls, Jimmy is doing some actual work. Uh, yeah, just putting his nose to the grindstone out there in the, uh, in the world outside of podcasting. So duty calls. Jimmy is not going to be here today. We're going to miss him sorely. I'm going to do my best here going through the laundry list of binge town TV items. Um, like I said, if you're here from the secret invasion specific channel, uh, we do have a main binge town TV feed. There's seven of us. We rotate our hosts. We've covered over 50 other shows, a couple previous MCU projects, um, and you can find find everything we've done on binchtowntv.com so i would recommend if you like what you hear uh here excuse me if you like what you hear today uh go on over to binchtowntv.com and just play around see what we have i'm sure we've covered something you've watched before and the other thing is uh jimmy's been talking about it every week. Uh, we have started this Discord community. We would love for you guys to check it out and drop by. If you're trying to have a good conversation, you can access any of the seven hosts there. We'll respond to you guys, and we just love the engagement. So check that out if you're interested, and yeah, we'd love to have you. But yes, let's get into this episode, episode four, Betrayal. And Paul, we were pretty sour on episode three, Um, and... Maybe I was just disinterested from episode three, but my first watch through of this episode, I was also disinterested until we got to the action at the end, and then I kind of tuned in. It wasn't until my second watch through that I did kind of like this episode. I think I would say it's probably my favorite of the four so far. I kind of liked what they did with Vara and Fury. The roadie reveal, I think we just all saw it coming at this point. Um, so that wasn't too crazy, but it does fit the narrative of the story for sure. And then they didn't make us wait long. Gaia is alive and, I kind of hate doing this because we didn't say it on the pod, but Paul, hopefully you can vouch me and Jimmy immediately when we stopped recording episode three. We're like, oh, I can't believe we didn't mention on the pod that she probably super scrolled herself up and that's how she's going to survive. And sure enough, that's what she did. So I'm sure there were a bunch of people out there pulling their hair out that we didn't say that in episode three. Um, But yeah, we did say it in the text chat. (laughs) Just, you know, didn't get it on the board in the podcast, but that's been three minutes of me talking. Paul, take over the take over the reins here. Tell me what you thought of this episode. I thought
1: that when you said, if you like what you hear here, I was like, no, I like that. That makes sense.
0: It did make sense, didn't it? Yeah, I it like did make that. sense.
1: If you like what you hear here, check us out. I want to say that more often. Um, but yeah, regarding the episode yeah i i think i was kind of on the same train as you were after episode three and i like the low expectations always helps but i went in i was like all right here's another flashback with old fury and vara like how is this going to add to the story but i ended up loving it honestly their conclusion their last scene together phenomenal i loved how the flashback was really pretty integral to you know their final moments together um just it really yeah. create it showed a bond between this couple that were so distant and were spies and didn't share everything but it showed that it really actually showed how close they were and it's weird cuz you know i'm saying that and she didn't even see him for 6 years but they still knew that like one instantaneous moment oh my god it was like poetic in a way but anyway i'm getting ahead of myself the rest of the episode it's like holy shit I don't have time to breathe with these theories, man. Like last episode, they killed Gaia. This episode, they're stabbing Talos, Talos. And it's like, I, I feel like one thing gets resolved and then immediately something else happens. Um, so they're definitely throwing a lot at us, um, not wasting time, but also some moments coming up, I guess we'll talk about it. I, I'm like, what was the point of last episode if you know these actions take place on this episode? And we'll, and we'll get to them. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it, and I'm actually cool. you know, pretty excited to see what happens next.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with everything you just said, but let's just get into it. I figure we can do these, you know, it's a big <laughs> nice no, Paul sipping a little drink here. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, but we only get two quick-hitting scenes with Gaia, but pretty important ones. Obviously, the first scene that is, oh, Gaia is alive, and we get the flashback of her stealing uh, the Dalton scientist memories so that she understands how the machine works. Super scrolls herself up. Um, we should have called it in the last episode, but this was obvious right in front of our faces, right, Paul? Uh, well, Jimmy hit the nail on the head
1: last episode when he, we were recording because he said there's no way she's dead because her storyline just wouldn't make sense. Like it would add nothing like, right. If she just died there. So yeah, I think for some of us, we were definitely hoping that was coming. Um, But like somebody that's not paying attention, I'm sure they were hype as hell because they get some more Amelia Clark and they thought they were (laughs) done with her on the screen.
0: It's, really good because her dying and coming back to life sparks this scene with her catching up with Talos. So in a way, her dying, but her death not really counting makes Talos's inevitable death at the end of this episode. And we'll we'll talk about if that's a real death. Um, but it makes that one feel more impactful because they kind of just reconciled. And the scene that I'm referencing in the park bench is essentially where, Gaia says to him yo I've been looking for what my place in the universe is and and what I'm supposed to do with my life and and my place is next to you to be you know kind of helping you on your mission to get the Scrolls uh to safety and their own home planet the right way um so she kind of still has a lot to figure out in her character Arc
1: yeah and then she calls him delusional right at the end of saying I will follow you for forever but you're also delusional it's like geez
0: Although correctly, though, I would say, because he's yeah. like, no, if we help them uh, and, you know, if we do all this work in the background and then present it to the president, he'll give me amnesty. And she's like, no, the humans aren't they're They're not about that. No, that that would just never be them. And he is being naive and delusional, I think. Yeah. Although I would argue that the events of this episode, if he actually this death is definitive for him. He could go down as a martyr for the scrolls, and that could kind of because there were a lot of U.S. soldiers there helping him die on the battlefield, trying to protect the president. So that could be some pretty good optics for Talos and the scrolls.
1: Yeah, man, I have so much to say after that little bit. Um, one, <laughs> Sorry. I know it's it. Like I was saying, they throw so much at you so mm-hmm. quickly. So um you know last episode i was talking about all right if guy's dead i want taylor to go freaking nuts i want him to go full-on walter white like i don't give a fuck mode which doesn't happen because she's alive which is you know not bad i love Amelia clark and and her character can definitely grow into something really cool but yeah it's it's like I'm, i'm a little upset because they were throwing to keep my daughter's name out of your mouth and then bam right now we assume he's not gonna survive i really hope he survives somehow but he wasn't healing from the initial shot. So we know he's not a super scroll. Obviously he didn't somehow sneak that in there like Amelia did. I'm sorry. Gaia did from what I think he's out of the door. Now back to the other part, what you were saying about Gaia, you're saying no way the humans would let us do that. I also think she was more talking about from the scrolls point. Like, like you're just not letting us be ourselves like our race is supposed to hide within another planet like that's 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 not gonna ever work like of course we need some place to call home Um, and you know the whole thing without a planet what are you gonna do you find another planet and kick everybody else out or hopefully you just find one perfect so that would be cool if that's how this wraps up at the end they just you know Maria Hill no not Maria Hill oh my god what is her Carol Danvers comes down Mm -hmm. and uh, just like has a plan at the very end of the series
0: so here's a question for you what is next for Gaia if we can't really talk about Gaia without referencing the impact of Talos's death we'll get to the whole action scene but I'm with you is is what you just said do you feel like that is definitive he is dead I mean you said I think he's out the door
1: if they do two fake deaths back to back, that's like, I don't know, man. I, so, I agree with you. You're getting a little whiplash there. Uh, will he have some lines in the next scene? I don't know. Or I'm sorry, the next episode? I don't know. Maybe there'll be some flashbacks and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I feel like he's mm-hmm. got to be because his body was just chilling. But yeah, what is Gaia going to do? Maybe Gaia will go Walter White breaking bad mode and just, and, you know, once realizes his father's dead just be like all right i'm just going to shut this Gravik shit down right now and just because she knows all the ins and outs and so she can just implode it from the inside pull a scrolls move infiltrate and destroy from within she's going to do that to the scrolls
0: so my i i believe she's going to align herself with fury and i'm hoping the events of this episode have turned vara Back 100% onto Fury's side. I mean, it seems pretty obvious that that is what they want to do here. Um, So, yeah, I'm actually pretty down with that trifecta of Gaia super scrolled up with Fury and Vara. And speaking of, why don't we start talking about kind of the Fury and Vara love scenes? Like you said, the flashback to them in Paris. Um, It was in 2012, and it's essentially her. She was doing whatever she was doing. I'm sure at this point they just kind of periodically meet up when they can. She's like, hey, all these superheroes, someone brought them together. I bet that guy was really righteous, and I bet that guy really knows what it means to fight for your home, and essentially it's just bringing up the narrative of the scrolls, kind of like, hey, buddy, remember us and the promises you made to us if you're doing all this stuff. At home, you can be helping us as equally much, but it was very playful, and this is where they established the poem, which completely went over my head on the first watch through, but I'm glad I like Googled the poem. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, Late Fragment by Raymond Carver, Um, and it's essentially, and did you get what you wanted from this life? Even so, I did, and what did you want to call myself beloved? to feel myself beloved on this earth. And it's a really beautiful thing. It's essentially what Vara has. She connects with this poem because that's what she's looking for. She wants to be beloved. Um, And then that ties in beautifully to the, uh, you know, later scene that we get, but we got a lot in between there with roadie. So what are we thinking about (laughs) this roadie reveal? I feel like it's, kind of been dragged on for four episodes he's really the only obvious person that they've queued up to be a scroll and sure enough he is
1: yeah a lot of things to go in here one probably a big surprise if you're not really paying attention very casual viewer if you are like you know paying a little bit of attention or listening to us you know jimmy was saying immediately roadie called fury nick that was like a gimme from episode i think that was two Maybe that was one. I I think it was two. Um, Yep. Yes. And so we called that. And then last episode, they had Roadie on the phone call with Vara. I didn't recognize that it was Roadie initially. You guys had to show that to me, so that could easily be missed, too. But, yeah, they were giving us clues everywhere. So I'm a little upset, though, if I'm honest, that they confirmed it like this. Like, why did they just randomly show you know the regular scroll form which one they're not supposed to go out of their quote-unquote warriors shell or whatever they called it um and two they also took away that like is he is he not a scroll
0: moment and apex and and anticipation it felt very much like the gaia reveal that oh she was the mole the whole time even though up until the end of last episode, you were still 50-50. Is she, isn't she? I feel like we were we were pretty into this roadie theory, but I agree. It felt like they just like gave it to us out of nowhere, and I didn't like that. Yeah, I mean, and
1: I guess they had to because they showed Rody like targeting the correct vehicle for Gravik and like the quote unquote Russians, but they were just the scrolls, obviously. Um, I don't know. I it's it would have been so much more impactful if they just kind of revealed it later like in that moment between him and fury over the bottle like if we didn't mm. know confirmed it was a scroll and we but they had hints and theories here and there it would be so much more fun like watching that scene anticipating confirmation
0: now i will say i guess we did skip a scene in the church where vara's talking to Rody and Rody's essentially saying yo can you get a hit out on Fury at that point? Rody might fire Fury, but I don't think Rody would ever yeah. try and assassinate Fury. So agree. after that scene, you're ninety nine percent sure. But Fury's listening in. So and you brought up the scene with the bottle of bourbon. I thought that was great. Fury in his bag. He is like the best interrogator knows just how to like toy the line between playful and professional and just wanting to push it and just the time to stop. Um, yeah, I just love seeing Fury in those scenes.
1: I was waiting for Fury to say, you yeah. know, the roadie I knows fucking hates this dumbass bourbon and would never fucking drink it. I was waiting for him to say that to confirm that, like, all right, I see you drinking this bottle, you say this is delicious, mm-hmm. you're a scroll because roadie fucking hates this. Um, I'm waiting I'm waiting for that confirmation, maybe an episode later, maybe you know, the finale. How many episodes do we have? Do we have two more left? six two more yep yeah all right so uh yeah i'm waiting for that confirmation that fury was just playing him the whole time it wasn't only the liquid tracker. so that the
0: real brody hates bourbon
1: yeah or like that brand I'm sorry. specifically yeah 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 exactly so it was like a trap gotcha. um and he confirmed it by saying this is delicious um and to the liquor tracker i just thought it was funny because i assume it's like nanotech which he was talking about and when you know, Rhodey says, "Oh, should I be worried about poison?" He'd be like, "Nah, you should be worried about nanotech. That's the real stuff." And it was like actually nanotech or something like that. Um, yeah, they did bring it up before. He did <laughs> yeah, it. so it's just funny. He literally told him what was happening. That and was then,
0: a cool idea. Even Talos was just like, "Ooh, liquid tracker. That's that's pretty unique." Um, but go with, ahead. What were you going to bring up with that scene?
1: Do you think that Scroll Rhodey actually did make a lot of copies of that? scene of him killing Maria Hill and like that's actually going to be a big issue going forward or was that just like a threat that he was putting on Fury to try to get him to back down
0: I mean I'm sure there are copies out there it's digital I don't think like that was one unique copy so yeah it's out there but I I feel like that's not even that big of leverage because if you know Fury like Fury's not killing Maria Hill like yeah. I don't know how that's gonna hold up Yeah, like I don't. I I guess that's the whole point. Is everybody dis? Nobody believes in scrolls, so that is Fury. Why would he kill Maria Hill? There's no other way. But I don't know. Like they know Talos exists, so humans like are aware of scrolls, and they'd be like, "Oh, Fury would never kill Maria Hill." Like I don't know. That didn't seem like very strong leverage in Rhodey's side to me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's already
1: fired. Like, how is he going to hold that against him?
0: But yeah, why don't we, we've kind of mentioned it, I guess, but any further thoughts on that Vara and Fury scene back at her place, kind of in present day, where Fury's just there making the tea, and essentially it's just like, marrying you was a complete mistake and went against every fiber of my being, but like, even as I'm staring across the table at you, knowing that you intend to shoot me with that pistol in your hand, like... I wouldn't do a damn thing over again. And then he just brings up the poem and like this one, this, this romance is really hitting for me. Actually, I think they're, they're doing a good job with it in this episode specifically. Maybe, maybe I'm just like eating the cheesiness that they're feeding me, but the poem, yeah, I I was feeling this. It was very Mr. and Mrs. Smith too, when they like shot each other with the pistols.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a really, really good scene, honestly. Um, I thought they were the way they were acting. It was phenomenal acting, by the way. I genuinely thought one was going to end up having to kill the other because they kind of talked about, well, like, w- what happens if I don't kill you? I'm just going to be trying to hunt you killed anyway. um So I thought it was literally going to come down to whoever quick draw and I thought Fury was going to have to kill her. Um, and then it happens, and they both miss. And I'm like, that's fucking romantic as hell. That's amazing. They were. Still giving the other person the option because that's the easier option, you know, to kill the Mm -hmm. other person going forward. That's the easier one. But they would never actually kill the other one themselves. It's just it was great. And I didn't think there was a romance before this. And this made me actually it showed how close they really were. So I I really, really like this scene.
0: Did we get any more highlights of Vara's ring in this episode?
1: No, the ring that I've been looking out for that I said, save it for a rainy day, put it in your backpack.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I was, hey, I was just keeping tabs. I'm the tracker of the board, so it's just got to keep the tabs on that one. It's, on the board. Um, it's
1: it's it's limping on the board. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a strong wind might blow it away. It's stuck
0: we, there with a limp piece of yeah. tape that's like been taped and retaped. It's like falling off. Yeah, it's a mess up there. I swear. Hey, the,
1: it's up there. The, the camera was focusing on it for way too long for it to be nothing it's like the postman for mondavision all over yeah. again i don't get it um but um, the last thing about this scene nick F- nick fury this absolute dog when she asks him would you still love me the same if i was in my original form and he just doesn't answer <laughs> and walks out
0: i mean i she's adult enough to get it it's was funny. I don't know, it's an alien, that would be crazy, and he didn't say no either, but that was a yeah. truth. I, I respect it. Um, Also, last thing to touch on, she gives the backstory of how she assumed the role of Vara, and she actually like does live her life. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, it was kind of a beautiful story too, and she fulfilled the three wishes, which were bury me at sea, continue to be a daughter, to my parents and never hurt fury because i guess vara kind of confided in her like hey i i mm. can have this love interest for you um if you're in uh, yeah that that just added a lot to the character of vara because most scrolls that we know just kind of like take the identities of people and don't really put a lot of thought into it but yeah, yeah a great scene for me no, really cool. We were talking
1: about all the different things that you could do if you were a skull. That's a really interesting one. Um, and I'm sure people would love it because, you know, they're saving the heartbreak of, of like watching their parents mm-hmm. or having their parents have to watch their children die. So, you know, in a way, it makes sense. Um, and good for Vara for actually like holding on to her word. I really liked what her character was becoming. You know, I didn't know how to feel earlier, but this episode really put a nice bow on it. You know, if she's not in it for the rest of the season, I could totally understand that, you know, she's on the run now, Um, but, you know, in the end, I do hope we get more of her, because she was really cool, and her damn ring.
0: Scrolls are, there's just such potential to be an interesting character, because there's like unlimited potential. Not only can they shape shift, but they can like understand the memories of the people they shapeshift into, which just unlocks infinite possibilities. So yeah, I love this character, Vara. And the more I think about it, the more I get excited that guy is still sticking around. But um, we already covered kind of the bourbon scene with Fury and Rhodey. So why don't we just start jumping to the action scenes at the end? Gravik, there was a cutaway scene where he's prepping his men onto helicopters and saying, make it big and loud. Make it look like the Russians did it. Um, and this sets us up. There's a little quick comic relief where the president gets off the plane and Rhodey's there to greet him. And the president's like, did you pregame with our meeting with the Russians with a bottle of bourbon? He's like, give me a minute, man. Um, But yeah, awesome, awesome action scene. This this did it for me. The president's motorcade is just really cool. And the beast that just like car that he's in is awesome. So I really like how this just like combat setting came to be it was these well fake russians but russian helicopters and the secret service is just such a cool concept to me man president's car gets flipped and these guys are just laying down their lives um this was awesome citadel is down man but still alive protect citadel baby
1: yeah it definitely felt like a call of duty mission at points um and it was weird for some points that Nick Fury and Taylor just jumped in and they were like, All right, sure, yeah, fo- let's follow these guys. That part was a little weird, but everything else going on, yeah, it was really cool. But there's also does this confirm that the president is not a scroll? So on the board, Dave I know Dave and you both oh, have yeah. the prez as a scroll on the board. Is he off yep. now?
0: I would say he's off. Yeah, I don't think Prez is a scroll.
1: Oh baby. I mean, Jimmy did say last episode, as we know, Harrison Ford is going to be the president in an upcoming Marvel series. So I was waiting for this president to die.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know what the context is. I don't know enough about uh, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolt. Yeah. Well, what is the character's name? It's Thunderbolt Ross, isn't it? That yes. sounds right. I don't know. If you're listening to this and we got it wrong, just forgive us. Jimmy. This is PSNA. why we need Jimmy. This is why we need Jimmy. Ugh, we to miss you, Jimmy. We really do. Saving Gotham. Uh, but still, we need you here. I've never seen Batman and Jimmy in the same room. That's all I'm saying. That's what I assume. <laughs> That's assumed. all we're trying to say. Yeah. That's what I assume he the, does. The rest is up to imagination. Um, But yeah, also Gravik plus group powers equals, uh, yeah, he was taking yeah. no prisoners there. No,
1: like, how, how, what are we gonna do? You just get, well, need a super scroll. One. Exactly. Yeah, you need a super scroll to. You can't. I. You can't kill him, I guess unless there's something
0: that we don't know about. You know what? I. I doubt they're gonna make an appearance. But know who? Know who we haven't seen in a while is the freaking fat dubs. This could be a fat dubs level villain to take on. But you know oh. they're probably saving them for the next uh cat movie i don't
1: know man they might make an appearance that because <laughs> they they would have free. been hyping up like you know what are we gonna do when these, these superheroes come we need to be super ourselves so i don't know how many people are coming or if they are even gonna show up but i'm kind of hoping for like one or two you know maybe bucky what's bucky doing um, I don't know what
0: either of them are up to right now in the timeline. This is just bad podcasting. Whatever, moving on. Nobody noticed, Paul. Nobody knows. I think it's going to end with a guy Gaia Super Scroll versus Super Scroll against Gravik. And I hope neither of them die, honestly, because Jimmy and I have been saying, loving Kingsley Benadir's portrayal of Gravik. I think he's a great villain. And I hope kind of the evil Scroll faction isn't completely annihilated here and kind of there just a seed to be harvested later in the MCU.
1: What are the chances that Fury slash Gaia convinces Gravik to finally back down and breaks him, and he joins Thunderbolts and he's just uh, a horrible person doing like the Suicide Squad stuff? There's no. Oh fucking my gosh, way. that would I, never happen. But...
0: I would like to see him and Johnny Walker on the same team. Oh my god, there were so many. <laughs> Remember fights. that bastard? Yeah, I can't wait to see him again. Honestly agreed yeah he's a really good actor too oh my what is his name jack russell no that's a dog but i think that might be his name because he's kurt (laughs) russell's son (laughs) hold up i'm looking it up
1: no that's a dog Uh, your dog
0: you nick fury wyatt russell is his name wyatt (laughs) russell i cannot believe that i said jack russell I love it. And it it took me a full second to realize the error of my ways, but it's staying on the pod. Don't you dare edit it out, whoever winds up editing this. But yeah, I mean, I think we agree here. It was an awesome action sequence, which, you know, comes to a head when Gravic takes this disguise of a British uh, soldier and then in front of Fury deals the blow to Talos and it sounds like we're in agreement this is curtains for Talos and it it's kind of crazy that they pulled the switcheroo on us yeah, last week we thought it was Gaia and you know now we went from that extreme over to now Talos is gone but yeah i i do think this is the end for him i think it's going to give fury some great motivation i think it's going to give gaia some great motivation and it, it felt like a pretty good send-off for him, the way that he died. Disagree at the end, because Fury just left his
1: fucking body there. And I was pissed. I was like, yo, what the fuck was the point of the entire last episode where they're bonding together, their wound that they have in their friendship? You know, they didn't even talk for one bit after he kicked him off the train, and now... They spent all this episode saying, you know what, you know, need each other. I'll always fight for you. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking leaves his body there. I was like, dude, what the fuck? So I'm waiting for Fury to make that up somehow.
0: You got the Prez in the passenger seat, unconscious, with a battle going on right behind you. He was 12 feet. He was like 12
1: feet away from him. You Just grab him and throw him in. Adrenaline will help you.
0: I don't, I don't know, man. I, I can't blame him for that. I think that was his soldier instincts taken over, and I think he knew that Talos would have wanted him to do the same thing. But yes, I hope he makes that right and does reclaim the body, unfortunately. Well, I think it's more likely that the good guys reclaim the body than Gravik, because Gravik had to retreat, because yeah. they're in England. Yeah. Though I digress.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. It was, I felt like a really crazy start to set up for next episode.
0: Hey, here's hoping, but yes, this got me in a much better mind frame going forward. Um, I first off, I'm hoping we get episodes that are closer to an hour because we're going in the wrong direction. Last one was like 44 minutes, this one's like 38. So maybe get those back into the 50s, please, and thank you. Overall, I I was pretty happy with this episode, and I didn't say it in the beginning, but it did get a 7.9 on IMDb, so it seems like the audience agrees. Uh, Just to reiterate, we said it last week, but we're looking at 7.2, 7.4, 7.2, and then 7.9. So, you know, they're trending in the right direction, and there is reason for optimism, but... This was the shortest episode, so it makes sense that it would be the shortest podcast episode. Plus, we were a man down. Um, Paul, that's all I got for today. Yeah, same here. Sweet. Well, that's going to be a wrap on Secret Invasion episode four. Thankfully, it was a good one. Got us feeling good for episode five, six. I might say we're getting into the end game of this series. Whoa, but um, tss. but yeah, no, we will be coming back next week and the week after that to talk episodes five and six. Hopefully, we will have Jimmy back in the fold. And hey, maybe Zach, the comic book guy, might just be stopping by to provide another level of SME. That guy knows his stuff, so definitely looking forward to that. As always, if you like what you heard, give Bingetown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Visit us on BingetownTV.com and subscribe to our show on Spotify, YouTube, the Apple Podcast app, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Once again, we are Bingetown TV, and thanks for listening. Like what you hear here?
1: You're listening to the Geekscape Network.